Welcome to the Financial Fun Podcast with your host, Tammy Johnston. This is where Tammy talks with business owner parents and grandparents about the interesting and important subject of money. We promise this to be an interesting and open discussion, as that's how we learn best. And now, here's your host, author of the Financial Foundations. Financial Foundations is a series of books to teach kids about money, goal setting, and living a balanced life. Find out more at financialfund.ca. Here's Tammy Johnston. First things first, I would like to thank all of my listeners that have subscribed and reviewed my podcast and invite you to subscribe and review if you haven't yet. I appreciate you helping us to get the word out and making financial literacy a safe and welcoming subject for kids and adults. Second, please check out my podcast website, financialfund.ca, where you will be able to access past shows, find out more about me and our guests, as well as purchase the beautifully illustrated Financial Foundations books that teach kids about money in a fun, healthy, and holistic way. Thank you once again for joining us for the Financial Fun Podcast. Today we are very blessed to be joined by the lovely, dynamic Maurice Damien Miller. Thank you for joining us, Maurice. Thank you for having me, Tammy. You know what? With such an introduction like that, you know, wow, like, you know, I'll, I'll be glad to be your guest any day. Thank you for that. I'm a, f- a photographer, graphic artist. I'm a father, you know, a husband living in Moab, Utah. So what gets you excited? So you have all these wonderful skills. What sets your heart on fire? You know, I love family. I love entrepreneurship. I love people. And it's, it's, it's that order. You know, if my uh, business advisor just noticed that about me, and I love family. I want to make sure the business that I'm building works around my family. I want to make sure that what I'm doing, I want to make become wealthy. I love helping people. I, it hurts my heart when someone needs help and I'm not able to help them in more ways than I would love to. I, I, I love that. Like you said, you're, you're a man af- after my heart. And what, what is your, what, what makes up your family here? Okay. okay, my family, my my wife here, then my son, he's six years old, he's going to be seven this month, and my daughter, she's three, and they, they, they're they just awesome, it just, I remember my son was, it was the only child for a while, and then I noticed how he was looking at other kids, and I said to my wife, you know, I think it's time we have another child, <laughs> <laughs> and so, so literally, he was just so happy, and then they've been best friends, literally best friends ever since. And I think my daughter even grew up more. She doesn't seem like a three-year-old. She seems like it's the same age as him because she wants to grow as fast as grow up to be like her brother. That's, that's, that's cool. You're, you've got, you're still in the, I have youngin stage. (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going through and teaching my teenagers how to drive. So that's a very different world, dear. (laughs) Ooh, wow. Yes. I remember that with my mom. So I'm, I'm, Oh wow! As you said that, I'm thinking about that with my son and daughter now. Wow! Woo. Don't blink; you'll be there. Yes. <laughs> so, with with you loving the family and the entrepreneurship and all the cool things that you're doing, how how are you working that in with your family? Like, how are you working your business in and around and with your family? Well, the key thing I'm learning now is being disciplined. I love business and ideas and. You know, it's not just ideas about how to make those ideas into something that's workable and eventually profitable because you need to have profit in business, right? So I try to make sure, as I'm learning, like I said, 
I involve my family, you know, I ask them for advice, you know, as now I wasn't always good at that, especially in marriage. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, just, I just start working on the idea and I tell my wife, cause I want to provide for my wife and I want to like, you know, get this house, you know, and so on. So I didn't really communicate as much, but I'm learned to be better at asking for their input. And, you know, my son, I share with him, you know, like, hey, son, what do you think about this logo idea? What do you think about this color? Everything. Just asking them about it. My daughter, even my daughter, I'm building something. You choose this, you know, like step by step. Because I want them to like, as I'm learning and improving, I want them to learn as well. And I want them to look back and say, wow, we built this together. Not just, oh, daddy, you know, that's nice what you did, daddy. But I want to go back to what I'm doing. I want them to like enjoy it. And I think one of the best things I've heard from my son, my son said that he wants to do businesses as well. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. Like, so it, it puts pressure on me to make sure <laughs> I am more better in what I'm doing, like learning to be better. It makes you up your game, doesn't it? Oh, yes, it does. Because like if he's going to replicate what I do and the fact that he wants to do, he doesn't just want to do one business. He wants to do a lot of business. Mm-hmm. And so like that makes my heart really good because I never really grew up that, with that. I saw my grandmother, she was the first entrepreneur I saw, like, and I, I just, I was a troublesome kid growing up. Like, my grandmother had to, like, find a way to keep me secure while she <laughs> took me with, with her. My mom came to the States from Jamaica, you know, to work and make a way for us. And my grandmother, I was with her, but she was the first entrepreneur. My mother's always working hard. So I, it's in my genes to always want to work on stuff, but I'm learning to be more disciplined now. For my children or family and what, what are some of the questions like i know your kids are pretty young but they're you're already working them into your business and asking them for their input what are some of the questions in that that they're asking you as you're going about and and working with them and, and trying new enterprises and that what are some of the questions you know some of the questions that they ask is you know they're always you know, i'll put it like this they don't really ask as much about business and financial questions as much mm-hmm. and i realized you know what i need to like start teaching them something consistently because he's he says you know they want to do business and so on but i want to think about maybe that's something i can even ask you like to help with that you know and as you're <laughs> sharing you know others are going to benefit, benefit from it because what's the best way to like communicate with them so that their minds are triggered to ask more questions you see what I mean? Because like they're seeing what I'm doing and it's great that he says, my son says, no, I want to do multiple businesses, but I need to like probably ask them questions for them to ask more questions, for them to think more. So maybe that's something that you could help with. You know, I know you have these these help, these educational financial books for kids. That's something that if you could share something with us, like that'd be great. But. One of the things, so I've, I've been working with my daughter, like I've been teaching her about money and business and stuff since like like baby, I would read. I'm I'm such wow. a dork. I would read her uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad" while I was nursing. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> but I always go about, and whenever whenever we're doing anything, like when I would go to the grocery store and we'd have to pay, I would I would walk her through that process and explain it to her. And I'm going, I would we would play games like, okay, okay, this is our budget for this grocery trip and stuff. So keep keep track of it and and different things like that. But always just talking about it and it's like you said, I'm teaching I'm teaching my girls how to drive right now. And the big thing with that is I've been driving for over thirty years. Like I used I used to race cars, so I'm pretty good at it. I don't wow. even 
I don't think about it. It's just automatic. But now I'm taking somebody who's like, okay, this is the very first time they're behind the wheel. How do I take the stuff I do as naturally as breathing because I've been doing it for so long and explain it to the, to my daughter so that she can understand the process, not just, okay, this is what you do, but this is what you need to be looking for. And this is, these are the questions you need to be asking. Like, yes, you need to make sure that the intersection is clear, but you need to be looking far enough out to see if that car that's coming, if you have enough space to go or you have to stop because they're coming up too fast. So teaching them the process. And a lot of it is just like literally starting to talk about everything what are the thought processes that are going through your head when you're looking at at um figuring out if you're going to launch a new product line or a new service okay well how much time is it going to take you to get it going and then how long is it going to take me to market it where am i going to be marketing it why do i want to be marketing it in these areas and just having the conversations like talking out loud instead of just figuring it all out in your head because it's natural for you mm. so i can imagine now that's the part that I- like I said, I, I enjoy lots of ideas. So I could, as I'm talking about those key principles of finances, that could be something that's a consistent part where they consistently hear that. Yes. And then they could apply it now, whether they apply to, they have a business one day or whether they apply to be a manager of someone else's business or, or whether they apply to even school, they'll have those key principles that will help them in life, not just, oh, daddy, wants to do a lot of businesses i want to do a lot of businesses as well so yeah thanks for sharing that yeah well it's all it, it goes into everything if you i'm all about the questions if you learn to ask the right questions you will yes. get the right answers maybe not right away because some things we have to percolate on but most people are focused on the answers so they'll memorize the answer but if you have no idea how you got there like what was the process to figure this out you're just memorizing you're not learning to think you're not learning to evaluate and then there's no wisdom Yes. You know, before I continue, I'd like to, can I take five <laughs> seconds to say this? You know, yeah. I know it's this podcast, you're interviewing me, but I would like to share something to you. You mentioned that you used to be a car driver, a racer. Yep. Please, you know, use that in your marketing because that's <laughs> so cool. Like, I, kids will jump on that even more and it'll just help to carry your message even further. I wouldn't mean, I wouldn't mean be surprised if NASCAR contacts you, all these race <laughs> companies. Please use it. I, you hear it, everyone? She used to be a race car driver. I, that is so cool. Okay. Well, not like NASCAR. What what I did, what I used to do, what my husband is still big into is something called um, auto slalom, and it's you set up a course of pylons on a parking lot, and your job is to get around the course as quickly as possible without killing cones. So it's wow. it's very much skill driving. I think everybody should do a season of 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 uh, auto slalom because you really learn how to react and how to um, handle a vehicle and how it reacts on different things it's it's great for for learning but yeah we have we have lots of fun but i just i haven't had time to do it in a while so my husband's passion but it was it was a lot of fun and it was very much an important learning experience yeah that sounds fun (laughs) very very fun so when you're when your son's talking about like he wants to do businesses and stuff has he talked about anything that he he would want to do now because a lot of people um, don't realize that kids are actually naturally very entrepreneurial. Yes, it's they are. It's you know when I, I remember sometimes that as I'm working as a custodian, I bring him with me, and he works really hard. Like as I'm watching there, he makes sure everything is is clean, and I'm just like, wow. Like you know, I, I told him, you know, son, I'm proud of you. And so 
I've actually, you know, paid him some of what I got paid with there. But when it comes to when it comes to what businesses to do, I never really got that from him. I mean, I asked asked him at times, but never really go in detail about it. So that's something I could probably even learn from you, like how to bring those out off from him. But I noticed that he works hard when it's something that he likes. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I I enjoy cooking and stuff as well, and he enjoys doing that as well. And and video. He loves doing video. He likes mm-hmm. talking, and cooking, and then making stuff. So those are things that are, some of the things that he enjoys doing. But that's a challenge that I want to work on: how to bring out what he desires to do more. A lot, a lot of it is just having the having the conversations and and exposing. Like, are you familiar with Kitco? Kidco. No, I've never heard of it. Kidco. Okay, it's a really big company now, but it was actually originally started, I think it was in California, by an 11-year-old boy, um, his 14-year-old sister, and a couple of, of friends. And how they started is they lived in a community where there was a horse stable. And of course, with horses, there's an awful lot of stuff that comes out of horses that need to be dealt with. Yes. So... They set up with the horse stable that they got the contract as a bunch of kids where they would clean out the stables and then they would sell the horse manure to the local landscaping companies to be using as fertilizer. And that, wow. was, that was their first one. And now it's become a huge company. Like up here in, in Calgary, you see Kidco trucks and stuff all over. And now like they do road construction and things like this. Because I think they started their company like back in the early 80s or something like that. But it was literally started by an 11-year-old boy. He was the president and CEO and more the idea guy. And then his 14-year-old sister was more like the, the systems and the financials and the bookkeeping and all of that stuff. But they started quite young and built it up to be a major enterprise. And wow. there's there was um, a young lady, uh, like she was 16 years old, I think, and she started up a store here in Calgary selling like jewelry and things like that. And she was the owner of the business. She wasn't the one working there. It was her business. And there's been like there are so many kids that if they're properly supported by encouraging parents and that. They can do amazing things. So start just looking at what are successful businesses that have been started by kids and introducing your kids to them and get them thinking, going, you know what? No, I don't need to be an adult to start learning and doing this stuff. Yeah, I'm going to definitely research, look into that because at the school that I teach at, you know, I spoke to the director about introducing entrepreneurship programs. So, you know, this is something I could probably use to help them learn as well. So thank you for sharing that. You're more than welcome. Hey, it's my passion. I love this stuff. I love this stuff. <laughs> Businesses done morally, ethically, and honestly are how we are going to change the world. And it's not the big companies. It's it's the little solopreneurs and the entrepreneurs that are starting up the small enterprises and, and doing the good work that they can where they are with what they have. Yes, I so I truly agree. And what about for your daughter? Like you said, she's she's so much watching what what your what your son in that is is doing. And I know like she's three, but where is her interest in stuff showing? The key key thing that both of them lean towards is cooking. Well, actually, cooking, photography, because like they photography, because they just basically replicate what they see me do. Yep. So again, that's why I mentioned I have to make sure I do better. So there are times I like when it comes to cooking. I just like to experiment. Like I'll make blue bread, I'll make red bread, 
you know, I don't, I don't make something normal. I see a recipe and say, no, no, I wonder what would be, that would be like such. So I just start playing around with it. And then I do photography, like my, they literally take photos and direct and playing piano as well. So music. So I think those are three things I know they'll, they mean, they lean towards easy because they're already doing it. They're already playing around with it. Cooking, um, music and photography. Well, they believe it or not, they they do tie together very very well. There's some there's some very successful um, YouTube channels and stuff put together by kids doing different things like that. I know that there's like a young boy and he makes a small fortune off of his YouTube advertising, and all he does is open up packages of toys and give toy reviews. Yes, I've, <laughs> I've seen that. That's amazing. Like, but you know, it's interesting. Like, I I remember reading about it. I think the they were doing it and then someone reached out to them and let them know the potential that they have. Yep. And then the the business manager now just starts making the right connections with them for them. And then boom, it just even goes even better. Yeah. But I, I like what you said about how they work together. Cause imagine like having a cooking show where, you know, you're cooking and then you play some songs while the, sh- the bread is or whatever is making. And then you go back and take some nice photos and they just give tips in all three. Yep. Hmm. That might be something. I'll tell my kids about it. We'll see what they think about it. And, and one of the things that's so cool about kids is because like said, they don't, there's, there's no rules. So they'll come up with things that, that adult will go, there's no way in the world. And people will, like, they will do it. There are kids that watch other, like, watch videos of other kids playing video games. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it, but the kids do. The kids get it. <laughs> hours and hours and hours. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's amazing, like it's <laughs> and, and, and and things like uh how how Guitar Hero started. Like and that how popular was that game and then it became rock band and stuff like this. And it was a, it was it was it was a young teenager that parents were nagging him, like all you want to do is play video games and play with your guitar, like go out and get yourself a real job and he invented Guitar Hero. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So for 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 me, it's all about having 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 the conversations and doing the the fun stuff and letting their creativity run wild. Yes. And then giving them the the proper support systems on how to do it successfully and sustainably. You know, one admission I want to make. You know, within the last week, I've been doing better at this aspect. You know, just letting them. Uh, not being too much of a helicopter parent. I put it like this. Where we live, it's a lot of rocks and so on. It's a climbing area, right? Yep. In Moab, Utah. So there are times we go hiking and so on, and, and I'm really afraid, like, just something might happen. Mm-hmm. So I say, okay, be careful, be careful. And then, you know, I start saying, you know what, guys, be careful. Just go ahead. You know, because I don't, in me, like, you know, trying to be overly protective of them mm-hmm. in that environment, it could affect their whole life. You know, they might be afraid to, Go for what they really want to go for. See what I mean? So I've been learning to say, hey, you know, just guys, have fun, be careful, be safe, mm-hmm. and just go for it. You know, like not, oh, don't do that, don't do that. It's so easy for me to do that, but I'm learning to just let their creativity flow. Well, and it, yeah. and it, and it's learning how to deal with things. Like I remember, so my daughter was like 18 months old, like she wasn't even two, so she's quite, and she was quite little, and there was this. Um, climbing apparatus at the at at the playground and she wanted to climb up to the top which was higher than like my husband is six foot three and he could reach the top if he reached up a little bit and 
she got to the top and I made sure that, that my husband was right underneath her and, and she gets a little bit scared because she had to kind of turn around to go down the other side. It was one of these big M ones. And mm-hmm. we're talking, we, most parents would have like pulled her right down and no, 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 that's, that's dangerous. You could fall and get hurt and going, but we just started talking to her and said, mommy and daddy are right here. You can do it. You just, you need to turn around and keep your hand on this. And we literally walked her through it so that she'd come down the other side and do the other way. And like, yes, we were, we were there, but we're going, we want her to learn how to deal with fear and how to learn to make decisions to keep herself safe on her own. And she was just so proud of herself while she was doing that. And like I said, she made it all the way through. And like I said, she was 18 months old and she was over the moon that she managed to do it because we did not interfere. We were there. Like I said, if she slept or fell, like she would have been caught. And and then we see other parents there with their kids that are like five, six, seven years old that are terrified to go to the top of the slide to come down. And I'm going, oh, my God, <laughs> that is not yeah. how I want to raise my daughter. <laughs> Yeah, it's I I want to make sure I do better at that cuz you're right it's it does hold them back and it does feel good when they accomplish something even as small as that. They feel good and then they want to attempt things more. They'll be careful, but they yeah. they'll attempt Yeah, so Well, they learn to think through it. Mhm. They learn to think through it because you're you're trusting them. They know that they know that they're safe because you're there, but you're not going to interfere. So they learn to uh be more confident, but it's 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 confidence because it's backed by by trust and like I said, learning to think through things and slow down. How can I do this? Not just going hell bent and not paying attention or giving up. It's how do I work through it? Develop those thinking muscles. Those are important. Most people don't yes. think. Most people don't think. <laughs> <laughs> and then then we get in trouble when we don't think. Oh yes. man. Yes. So, so to wrap up here, my dear, if you could make sure that your kids have three lessons about money and business when, when they're adults and out on their own, what are the three things you want your son and daughter to know? Wow. Yes. So, you know, I want to encourage them to always seek to give back a faithful tithe because, you know, giving back a faithful tithe is about trusting, uh, two, that they do not have to live in debt, you know, uh, growing up, sometimes it's easy to think that it's okay to live in debt. You know, if you're in a business and, you know, sometimes they say there's things as good debt, but living in debt and where you have to constantly live in paycheck to paycheck, it's not a good, a good thing. It's, it's crippling. And like, as we mentioned in our pre-talk, it's, uh, finances, if it's not handled properly, hurts. So that's the second thing, not to live in debt. And two, it's very good to acquire, to become well wealthy. Especially when it's for good means. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people become wealthy, they seek to be wealthy, but it's just to keep it to themselves. But it's very, very good. I encourage my son, become wealthy, work to becoming, to becoming wealthy, especially for good means. Meaning like, when you're wealthy, you're able to help others more. Yep. When you're healthy, you're able to take, take care of the things you need to take care of. When you're wealthy, you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, where the next, meal is going to come from where the next uh job is going to come from yeah so it's i encourage them seek to become wealthy especially for good or good means especially if you want to help someone or and so on yeah so yeah those are the three things i, I, I want him to learn yeah you, you can't really help anybody else if you're trying to figure out how to feed yourself yes <laughs> yeah it's it's true and then everyone could everyone could do some create a business or or starts everyone but 
like you said, not everyone has the opportunity to or have someone to encourage them mm-hmm. that they can do it. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to be on the podcast. It was great having you. Thank you for having me and thank you for, you know, how you the the questions you asked and how you, you know, pre planned for it. I, I love it. I love you're a great example. I wanna like replicate that as well. Well thank you. Thank you very much. You have a great day. You too, thank you. Before we leave each other, I would ask all of you listening to please subscribe to and rate my podcast. A review would be most appreciated and feedback is always welcome. Whether it be a comment, future topic suggestions, and or questions you or your kids would like to have answered in the Ask Tammy column on the financialfund.ca website. Please feel free to check me out on Facebook at Financial Foundation's Children's Books, on Twitter at Financial Fund, and Instagram at Financial.Fun. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Financial Fun Podcast. Join Tammy Johnston again next week. For more information, please visit financialfund.ca.